Welcome everyone back to the broadcast. I'm David Woods from Bruin Report Online, the UCLA site on the 24-7 Sports Network, and I am coming to you mere moments after a UCLA uh, pretty convincingly handled Arizona 27-10. to um, Was it the blowout that it looked like it might have been at halftime? No. Um, UCLA more or less put the brakes on its own offense in the third quarter and let Arizona think it was getting back into it before a botched um, field goal attempt in the fourth quarter more or less iced it for UCLA. Um, But this was, I never really had the distinct impression that Arizona was threatening, mostly because their offense just could not get anything going against UCLA's defense. Um, The defense uh, put Grant Gunnell out of the game basically on the first snap, um, basically through pass rush. Um, they got him on the ground and actually hurt his shoulder, unfortunately, um, which put the backup in, who actually didn't look too bad early, really struggled late with a couple of picks in the closing moments. Um, but UCLA's pressure, I thought, was um, a huge force in that first half. Um, the seven points Arizona got were basically gifted to the Wildcats by a questionable fourth down decision by Chip Kelly. I'll say questionable because fourth and one, you know, I'm, I'm an aggressive fourth down person. So I'm, I'm all, I'm all for fourth and one, basically anywhere on a field. Um, but on your own 20 or whatever it was on 25, um, you know, you're going to draw some questions there and it gifted Arizona, obviously a short field, uh, which they converted for a touchdown. Uh, but other than that, Arizona scored three points. Um, and I think that's a testament to this defense, which was, uh, once again, super aggressive, um, getting a bunch of, bunch of pressures from the secondary, uh, Quantrez Knight, once again, doing his thing, but Obi Ebo was all over the place as well. Um, they were, I mean, it was just, it was tough, um, to know where the pressure was coming from, especially for a, a young quarterback who hasn't played. So that was once again, super, super impressive. Um, this defense is legit. I think we can definitively say that now. Um, and even against Colorado, if you remember the game, like kind of the way the game went, the opening bit of it, the defense looked like this. And then I think they backed off once, you know, Colorado started taking advantage of mistakes and pouring it on a little bit. Um, they went a little bit more conservative the rest of that game. But basically, uh, since the first minutes of the Cal game, uh, this is the way the defense has looked. And I think it's uh, fair to say at this point that with a couple of flaws, you know, I think the middle is still a little bit soft in the back seven you know i think inside linebacker as we've talked about is not a strong point and safety play has been a uh been a question mark but other than that uh this defense is you know one of the better ones we've watched since i don't know 2013 loose banos so that's all really good um Offensively, so uh, Demetric Felton is a super stud. Uh, we've talked about that a bunch, but just it needs to continuously be reiterated. I thought he actually ran better in this one than he did last week against Oregon. Um, and you could make an argument, especially after watching Oregon State run over Oregon, that Arizona's run defense and Oregon's run defense are basically the same. Um, so I thought this was an even better game for Felton, and hopefully his leg is completely okay um, after he kind of pulled up a little bit lame on the last one um but he had some studly runs in this like breaking tackles stiff arms it wasn't just the spin move it was his vision was incredible he looked like it was it was like he was just seeing things at such a incredibly high level the cuts he was making through these just narrow holes um it was it was uncanny um that was that was really really impressive um he is uh 
very much a star uh, this year. Britton Brown, um, in his own right, uh, was running his very tough, very mean, very angry yards. Uh, he did a great job on that one uh, touchdown catch, um, turning that one in um, for the touchdown. But his his just runs, the way he can, I mean, even that touchdown run where he just barrels over the defender, just he would not be denied the touchdown on that play. Um, and it was you know, a lesser running back gets knocked back. I mean, might might be out at the five there, um, but he turned it into a touchdown. Um, I, I can't say enough about those two guys. I think they're both really, really impressive. And all those concerns we had about replacing Joshua Kelly, I think have been, um, I, I would say they've been pretty confidently answered now um, with affirmative, yes, they can replace him. And in fact, the running game as a whole might be better this year. So, and I think obviously that's a big combination with the offensive line, but um, whatever it is, the run game, I think is a little bit better this year than it was last year with Josh Kelly. And that's not something I thought we could say a while back. Uh, Chase Griffin, I thought once again, managed the game pretty well. Um, I thought he had another one of those really good decisions after um, what looked like a fumble. He got him, you know, back and set, ready to snap the ball um, to prevent a replay on what would have been um, a fumble. So that's the second time in two weeks he's done that, and that's not something we've often seen from UCLA's quarterbacks. So that was cool. Um, I thought I'm going to have to chart it a little bit, um, but I think uh, UCLA's game plan was obviously to run the ball a ton and try not to put too much on Griffin. But I think in the doing, they ended up putting a little bit too much on Griffin because I think a lot of his attempts ended up in kind of third down situations where he more or less had to make something happen. Um, maybe they could have set him up a little bit better with first and second down throws. Um, it's a nitpick because I think they ran the ball extremely well. Um, but um, just for, for Griffin's own sake, and I think that was part of the third quarter stagnation um, where it's just, and I don't think he was, you know, throwing the ball perfectly, but also I think, um, Maybe they weren't putting him in advantageous situations. I thought the the game plan itself didn't seem to have as many bells and whistles as the last couple of weeks. I think they had a pretty conservative offensive game plan. Um, just trying not to, um, you know, trying not to do anything that's going to throw the game away. Um, I thought it was indicative that they, after going for that early fourth down on the whatever it was, fourth and one at the 20, they didn't then go for it on fourth and two at the um, Arizona 49 uh, mid game, um, after going up 20 to seven. And I think obviously a part of that is, um, they thought they had the game in hand and didn't want to give it away. And I think that was a big part of what that third quarter was. They, you know, and I think I can understand that, uh, UCLA being desperate to notch a win and not wanting to, um, you know, give it away. But I think in the doing, uh, they almost did, you know, Arizona was that botched, you know, field goal attempt away from getting this to a one score game in the fourth quarter when, at no level did this feel like it should have been a one-score game. So if there's one note, I think, from this, it's that third quarter um, getting super conservative with the offensive play calling and with what they were doing on fourth down. Um, I, I don't think they're quite—I think they're a clearly better team than Arizona, uh, but I don't think they're so much better that they can afford to just try to ice the game away at that point. And the proof is in the pudding. They won by 17, so I'm not trying to take that away. But it was very close to being 20 to 13 in that fourth quarter. Um, and all credit to UCLA's offense for then on the ensuing drive after the botched um, field goal attempt, putting together a clear icing drive um, for the touchdown and um, 
the comfortable 17 point margin. Um, but yeah, that would that would be kind of the one note there is that third quarter, um, you know, keep your foot on the gas a little bit more. And any fourth down on the opposing side of the field is almost always a go, but especially on fourth and two. Um, one other note that I just want to bring up because we haven't really talked about it that much, but uh, Luke Akers has been great this year. Um, and I don't think we were necessarily expecting that. I know I wasn't, um, but he's been phenomenal. And I think that should just be acknowledged at this point. You see his punting game, aside from, again, the one blocked punt, and maybe he does need to work a little bit on how long it takes him to uh, line things up and go, but um, the kicks themselves have been great. Um, and he's downed, he downed four inside the 20 in this game. Um, so... Playing a field position game, I think that that should definitely be noted. Um, and all year, I think he's been pretty pretty studly there. So UCLA might have a, a pretty damn good punter again, which is, uh, you know, as far as such things goes, better to have than not have. Um, Nicholas Barmira, he hit his first couple of field goals, so that was good to see. Um, but yeah, other than that, really not too many notes. I thought it was a really good performance from the defense, and I thought the offense did enough. Um, I'm eager to see Dorian Thompson-Robinson when he gets back because I do think, you know, I would like to see this offense try to throw it a little bit more with Chase Griffin on early downs, but I do think that they are taking some things out of the offense to um, accommodate Griffin's skill set, which is totally good and justifiable, but... Um, with the way the running game is moving now, um, adding some more vertical element to this passing game would, I think, um, really take the take the uh, um, you know the governor off this thing, the uh, the high potential off of it. So, hopefully, we get to see more football. You know, obviously, we don't know what that stay at home order is going to mean for LA County quite yet. Um, but if we do um, see Dorian Thompson Robinson, especially with this. This run game now over the last two weeks, developing a ton of conf- <clears throat> ton of confidence. Um, what he can do, kind of opening things up downfield, and even more, um, given those guys' lanes to work with in the run game. So, I think there's a lot of reason to be excited at this point. Um, from just a defensive standpoint, um, I think this defense is legitimately good. I think ASU and USC, assuming both of those games get played, should be competitive at worst. Um, I think UCLA as I've watched um, a good amount of USC this year. Um, I obviously watched the one game ASU has played this year. I don't see any reason why UCLA is not competitive in those games at the very least. Um, I I think you could make an argument that UCLA has played better uh, than those two teams this year. Um, So I'm I'm interested uh, to see that. Um, And uh, I guess we'll, we'll, we'll see what that ends up looking like. But uh, yeah, UCLA, I think there's a strong argument that with uh, just a little bit better turnovers luck, they're at least 3-1 and one right now. Um, and, you know, we'll see how the final two games of the year go. All right. Well, that's it from me. And uh, I'm going to get to writing on the recap. But, you know, kind of, I, I would say a little bit of a ho-hum game. Um, you know, they really could have probably poured it on. Um, but 27-10, um, pretty pretty nice final result for a team that was uh you know feeling a little dead in the water after the colorado game so all right cool talk to y'all later